0: T'es
2: It wasn't
1: I'm 19 years old, and this is how I live United. I've always been kind of a computer geek, and I found a way to use those skills to help the homeless in my community. For people facing hard times, computer skills and a basic resume are so important. It may seem like a small thing, but it makes a huge difference in people's lives. So with United Way, I created a program where I work with the homeless. Together, we go through their whole job history, write a resume, and then save it on the very own USB drive. We provide workbooks and training certificates. I even budgeted for cupcakes so we can celebrate as a class when one of our people gets a job. That's huge. When somebody says, hey man, bad job that you helped me apply for? I got it. That's what Living United feels like to me. My name is Dale Pazinski. I help people achieve financial independence. So I don't just wear the shirt. I live it.
0: Give. Advocate. Volunteer. Live United. Go to liveunited.org. Brought to you by United Way and the Ad Council. Have you ever listened to talk radio and thought, hey, I could do that? Well, here's your chance. Deep End Media can give you the airtime to host your own radio show, and the best part is you can choose the subject matter. Sports, politics, pop culture, music, or choose your own topic and create your own genre. Join the movement. Call 214-636-0558 or email deependmedia at yahoo.com. Deep End Media, cutting edge entertainment. You can look all over the internet to find out who's covering minor professional sports and you will find yourself right back here. Nobody covers minor professional sports
3: like us. Deep Welcome, everyone, to the Texas Knights football show. I'm your host for tonight's festivities. My name is Rock Fisher. I'll be joined by Coach V.J. Sterling and also the owner of the Texas Knights, James Blackshire, will be joining me here tonight as well. I want to thank you guys for tuning in. Sorry for the late start, but we got all the bugs worked out, got all the kinks worked out. Anytime you get this amount of sports and football knowledge in one room, things tend to happen. The electricity starts to get to everything. So we're back. We're ready to go. Make sure you guys tune in, tune in every Friday to listen to us. And of course, players out there, you're more than welcome to call in. 214 699 1942 Also, we got a few players coming in the studio. Hopefully, they will be here. But let me first welcome our guests, and of course, what this show is all about. That is the Texas Knights. Starting so with you, Coach BJ Sterling. Welcome to the program
4: show. Thank you. It's nice to be here tonight. Good,
3: good, good. And also we have James Blackster here as well with Grace by his presence. How are you today, sir? Doing good, Rock. What's going on? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. So let's talk a little bit about the Texas Knights, first of all, about the team as a whole. You know, let's talk a little bit about how the team started, where did it started from, why did you start the team, and, and exactly what Texas Knights are all about.
4: Well, the team started about four years ago. Uh, myself, James Blackshire, and Fred Fuller got together and decided we wanted to uh, start a new franchise, and it got going in a McDonald's. Was a McDonald's black? And <laughs> a McDonalds. And we sat out and decided on the colors and what we were gonna be all about. And uh we came up with a theme and uh next thing you know, we're here.
3: So tell me a little bit about the colors. I mean the purple and gold. A lot of people wear purple and gold. <laughs> you know, it does have some, some meaning behind those colors, I know. Yeah. Oh, yeah.
2: Without a doubt. You know that 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 purple comes in from
3: The royalty itself and that gold
2: is one of the most precious things around.
3: Okay, okay, no, no other meaning besides that. then. No
2: other meaning. (laughs) (laughs) Okay,
3: we'll leave it at that. So you guys started the Texas Knights, and you know, talk a little about you know how it was that first season and and just kind of growing pains of starting a franchise of that magnitude.
2: Well, it it was a humbling experience the first season because you know starting a new franchise, you got a excuse me, you got a, a group of young men out there that that's fighting hard to to surpass the ghost of old teams and Mm -hmm. things of that nature. And at the same time, you're trying to put a a credible team on the field, which we did. We started off rough, then we turned around and won five in a row. I think I won Coach of the Year that year. Mm -hmm. And we also went to the Texas Bowl, and uh, we won the Texas Bowl that year.
3: Wow, a lot of history for this team. Coach, uh, Coach, talk a little little bit about your involvement with the team early on and some of the growing pains that you guys experienced.
4: Well, I've been coaching – Ever since I was in the Navy, uh, my first team was uh, a youth league team out of mm-hmm. Guam, mm. and uh, we went 13 and 0 that year, won the island championship. Yeah, and it's just been snowballing from there. When I was stationed in Hawaii, I coached over there uh, another youth league team, and uh, when I retired and came to Dallas, came back home to Dallas, uh, I was with uh, one of my childhood friends uh, snake montgomery and uh he invited me to sit up in the press box with uh the mesquite falcons and uh it kind of snowballed from there from the mesquite falcons i went to uh the garland wranglers mm-hmm. from garland wranglers to the dallas warriors and now the texas knights so it's been a a long road and uh we've had a lot of ups and downs and yeah a lot of heartaches. We lost a couple of good players and that uh, passed away on us and you know, it's been a lot of a lot of ups and downs, a lot of fun times yeah. and a lot of heartaches. But we've endured it all. We're here.
3: For those of you guys tuning in for the first time, we we should definitely explain a little bit about what the Texas Knights uh, really do. They are a minor professional football team. Uh not semi pro but actually minor professional. You guys have been playing this this brand of ball for quite some time, one of the more storied franchises of the NPFL. And I came to know you guys last year. That was the first experience ever with the NPFL was going to you guys' game. Last year, you guys played, I believe, the uh, Wichita Falls Vipers that game. I, I think they were coming back off of their championship run. Yeah. And they, they were coming to town to play that game. And I remember watching you guys out there. And one thing I realized that there is, Competitive eleven man football in the state of Texas that's being played, you know. And I, I was really surprised by it, and I'm glad you guys are doing a radio show because now you have a chance to get your voice out there to a wide mass of people to actually come out there and watch you guys play. And and I was thinking like, man, it made me want to go out there and play.
4: <laughs> well, <laughs> so, I still got this spot
3: open for you. Well, hey, we got I got to go in the gym. by Maybe a year or so then maybe I'll be ready to play. But I was really shocked and surprised at the level of athleticism at that level, uh, the Mm -hmm. professionalism that you guys had. And it's been a pleasure working with you up until this point. Let's start with last season. Okay, last season you guys had up and down season. You did make it to the playoffs. Mm -hmm. But talk a little
4: about how last season went for you. Last season was was really a a surprise to me. I didn't think that we had – I knew we had the talent. Mm-hmm. But one thing we were lacking was a discipline and that ended up hurting us. Uh, all the talent in the world can't be disciplined. You have to be disciplined enough to execute. Mm-hmm. And once you start executing, uh, Hey, it's going to come. So we, uh, we had a hard time with it because we didn't have any discipline and I think teams took advantage of that. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, when they should have led up, they didn't. And that just put us into a tailspin in a few games that we couldn't come out of. And once we started being a little bit more disciplined than we were, things started falling into place. Yeah,
3: and you guys actually ended the season, I believe, with a loss to the Stampede right, uh, at, at HEB Stadium. And you guys get a chance to avenge that loss before the season even starts <laughs> <laughs> tomorrow. Uh, now, the sidelines were a little bit different, too, far as the coaching staff. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Black, I think you were coaching last year. Now, you decided to step away this year.
2: Yeah, I've actually stepped away from it in order to start a foundation that will coexist with the Texas Knights nice Football Organization. And in that foundation, it will allow us to do a lot of more things in the communities as far as community service, uh, start tutoring a lot of these young men, getting them ready for colleges and getting ready for other leagues as well.
3: Well, that's good. That's good to hear. So now with that being said, you know, do you guys – did you keep a lot of players from last year? Did you did you make a point to say, you know what, maybe we need to bring in some new talent since we do have some disciplinary problems or whatever the case may be. But did you actively go to seek a new talent or did you want to kind of keep the guys that you already had?
4: Well, I wanted to go uh, straight to the high schools and get a uh, a list or a roster from each high school mm-hmm. on who uh, – did not get scholarships but still wanted to play ball. That didn't really uh go down like I wanted it to, mm-hmm. but we did keep uh a good nucleus of of uh players that that helped us out last year. Yeah. And uh they will be back and we added um quite a few new youngsters mm. that uh, have some real good talent.
3: Now is it, is that important to have the new talent in the team? Is that important to have that that, that new talent come in? Because, again, it is a lot of wear and tear for these guys at this level.
4: It is. It's a whole lot of worry and tear. Uh, I think it's important that you do get some, some young blood in there, some new fresh legs, and uh, train them mm-hmm. the way that, that you want them to be. If you get them right out of high school or maybe one or two years removed, they still have that worth ethic right. that they need to have to play at this level because playing at this level is not easy. Yeah, and uh, if you get them like that, and get them out there, and get them in condition, get them into a training program, right? right that uh, is mostly conditioning before they even touch a ball. Then the discipline is going to change, and they're going to come around.
3: Let's take a quick break, guys. We will come back with more here at the Texas Knights Football Show. Make sure you always stay in contact with the Knights by going to dash texas dot com or follow them on Twitter at Texas FB. To follow them on Twitter. Let's take a quick break. We come back. We'll talk about the uh, scrimmage or the game you guys had last week and also kind of talk about some of the new coaches that you have and some of the new players. And of course, set everything up for tomorrow because you guys got a game tomorrow, right?
4: That's right.
3: So we got to get into that. You tune into the Texas Knights football show on dpnmedia.net.
0: It's the MPFL on The King Jr. Classic. For it's for the love of basketball, part
1: two. It's
0: coming to the Ellis David Fieldhouse in the Kincaid Complex. January 16th, the Prairie View AM Panthers take on the Grambling State University Tigers its best, come see the Paul Quinn Tigers. Take on the St. Thomas Celtics. Tip off, 2 p.m. Then it's the Prairie View a Panthers and the Grambling State University Tigers. Women tip off at 4.30. Men tip off at 7 p.m. This is your chance to see college players. From the following high school. Mansfield Summit. Polytech in Fort Worth. North Lake College. Madison. of others. Tickets available now at all Ticketmaster locations. All Williams Chicken locations. Gremlin and PV Alumni Chapter. Paul Quinn College. Friendship West or Charged by Phone. Monday, January 16th at the Field House of the Kincaid Complex. Brought to you by McDonald's, Farmers Insurance Group, Williams Chicken, and the U.S. Marines for the love of basketball. The beginning of a basketball classic.
1: All right. I've gone through all the tracks. Just move to the beat. Do your thing. All
3: right, everyone. Let's hear it for West High's own Brook Turner, a.k.a. DJ Hood.
1: Sketching on my first school dance takes confidence. So getting into college, I've got what it takes. So do you.
5: Visit knowhowtogo.org to learn what you should be doing right now to prepare for college. Start taking the steps at knowhowtogo.org. Brought to you by the American Council on Education, Lumina Foundation, and the
3: Ad
1: Council.
5: Hi, this is Tuan. And I'm born to Turek. And if you have a desire to be a part of the entertainment industry,
1: tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at 4 p.m. Central Standard Time
5: on DFW Spotlight, where we encourage, inform, and inspire. Only
3: on, on
1: DFWIRadio.com.
3: Can you hear me? Are you listening to me right now? If you can, then it worked. Advertise with Deep End Media and get your message to the masses. Email us at deependmedia at yahoo.com. Do you
1: know that Deep End has a radio app? If you have a smartphone, go to your market or app store and download the Tune In radio app. Install it, then search for Deep End Media Networks. Then enjoy.
0: Deep End Media
1: Networks. Cutting Edge Entertainment. We want to thank you for spending your radio money with us. It's we free delivery Cutting Edge Entertainment. And then the next hour is in charge.
0: This
3: is Deepin Radio, Welcome back, everyone, to the Texas Knights football show. Joined and graced with the presence of Coach B.J. Sterling, also James Blackshire, head of the Texas Knights, and also the community aspect of the Texas Knights as well. Talk a little bit about the history of the team, kind of the season ended last year, I want to get into a little bit of what you guys what happened last week. You guys were able to take part in the benefit uh, deal for the MPFL and play the team last week. So talk a little bit about that. How did you like the team and how did it look? That's your first real organized
4: game activity, right? Yeah, that was the first uh, real game that we played. We had a couple of scrimmages and we scrimmaged each other. Mm-hmm. But uh, that was the first real look that we we've had so far. Uh, we got a lot of work to do, and uh, it's going to come along. But you, yeah, they win, though, right? Yeah, we won 20-7. to seven. Okay. But I still wouldn't rate us that high. Okay,
3: okay.
2: I mean, with the, with the rating that he <gasps> would give, I think we still probably about 75% of the team that we were last year. Uh-huh. Uh With the young experience that we have at tailback, receivers, we're going to be pretty good. Then mm-hmm. we got another – quarterback in by the name of Pat Fields that came over from the team that we're playing on tomorrow.
3: Wow. Yeah, I actually got a chance to talk to him. I got a really explosive interview. <laughs> I don't know if I to play it <laughs> or not before the game, but, but we're going to play Let's it. Let's take a, a quick listen to Pat Fields. I caught up with him during practice. Okay. He talked about a switch from the stampede over to the Knights and kind of what that has caused for him. Let's listen to a quick uh, interview with him. Well, hold on for a second. <laughs> we'll come back to the interview. But talk yeah. a little bit about what you saw that you liked in that game.
4: I don't want to be uh, kind of a big head, but I love the defense. Okay. And
3: uh, Now you are defense coordinator also, yeah, right? I'm
4: I'm a okay. defensive coordinator, and the nucleus of the defense is still there. Mm-hmm. And I put our defense up against anybody, to tell you the truth. And when they're clicking, when they're on, mm-hmm. can't nobody get through us.
3: Okay. Let's listen to Pat Fields and what he had to say about the switch from – Stampede to the Knights.
4: Here with uh, Pat Fields. Now,
3: sir, you were the quarterback of the Stampede last year. Now you're going to be quarterback in the Texas Knights.
5: Why the change? Well, if you want honesty, I couldn't be a quarterback over at the Stampede. I seen a, a championship team over with the Knights, and I seen that one missing link that they needed. And these fellas look hungry to me, so we come over here to eat, go ahead and get that championship
3: you think this really adds to their rivalry? or Do you think it's going to make people really try to come after you this year? Are you, are you even thinking about that?
5: Oh, I've already had them threats. I've had a number of them, but to be honest. I've had – I got a hit out on them. So, but my lineman told me don't worry about that. So, they said they're going to protect They're going to be my bodyguard. So, we're going to go out. We're going to punish everybody we come up against. So, we hope everybody be ready because we come coming. We're ready.
3: So, talk about this team that you're on right
5: now. How good do
3: you feel about the team?
5: Oh, man, I'm – I'm 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 head over here about these guys, man. I I like these guys' attitudes. I mean, they they hungry. They like they they've already won the championship once. They said they won it again. You know, the second ring is always the the hungriest that always one that everybody really wants to get. The first one is the easy one. The second one is usually the hard one. So these guys said they want to get that second one. So we go ahead and get it out the way and get that number two and number three.
3: Now that was uh, Pat Fields, the new quarterback of the Texas Knights. Now, I asked him, you heard his answer for why he switched to the Knights. Let me ask you, Coach, why, why is he on the Knights right now?
4: He's fundamentally sound, and I think he's uh, he's going to be a big asset to us because he's uh, a good mobile quarterback, and he's he's durable so far. Mm-hmm. And uh, not to say the least, he's got a real good arm. Mm-hmm. And uh, – I'd put him up against anybody.
3: Yeah? Yeah. Okay, good, good. Now, you mentioned the defense. What about the offense side of the ball? I know we, we're we going to have the offense coordinator here. Unfortunately, he's unable to make it. But talk about your offense since you are the head coach. What have you seen that you like out of the offense so far?
4: I like our personnel. Uh, all the plays and the timings going to come. But I like the personnel we have back there. I love the line. Uh, I'm an old lineman myself. Mm-hmm. And uh, – looking at these guys sometimes make me want to go out there and put some pads on <laughs> but uh neither one of my knees could handle that but yeah. uh, i like the the receiving core we've got we mm-hmm. got one of the best ones in the league uh we got Brandon Davis is coming back and uh Tony Davis and uh he was a uh, second stringer last year but mm-hmm. you know he's he's coming to his own so far and uh we got uh Slim -hmm. He's coming back, and he was a big asset to us last year. Yeah, and uh, he made uh, a difference in a few of the games, and he can also go both sides. But the backfield, we got got James Williams coming back, uh, Zippy, and uh, Zip had an ankle injury Mm -hmm. last year that kept him out. Yeah, Yeah. kept him out of what about five games? Yeah, about five or six, right? Yeah, yeah. So we lost a big. big chunk of offense when he was out of the game. Mm-hmm. And we got some backup for him now though. Yeah. And uh kids look good the ones that that we bringing in. So it's uh it's going to be all right. They just got to get the timing down. Yeah. And once the offense gets the timing down, hey, we're going to be a juggernaut.
3: Speaking of Brandon Davis, I actually caught up with him as well, same mm-hmm. practice and this is what he had to say a little bit about coming into this season and, and of course being a part of the Texas Navy. Mr. Texas Knight, Mr. Everything, B. Davis, now talk a little bit about what's coming up this season. You guys are looking to make a huge, huge splash in the NPFL this season, right?
5: Oh, yeah. We see we got an opportunity to make some noise, you know, with the whole conference realignment and
0: 18 plus.